Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to the Tinder Bundle, where believers come together to kindle their flame of faith. I'm your host, the Wandering Avad, and we continue our progress in the 21 days of progressive fasting and praying. And today we are on day six. Today's chapter reading is Deuteronomy 6, but our focus text is coming from Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9. And I read, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. You shall love the Lord with all of your heart with all of your soul and with all of your strength. And these words which I command to you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates. Today's devotional thought is called Practically Passing on Your Faith. Just as we were to pass on purpose and skills onto our children and to those who compose our family, and community at large, we are called to pass on and teach our beliefs onto those who we have been blessed to raise, live with, or mentor. Discipleship, like mentorship, begun in the home first. This is our first teaching ground. When Israel was about to enter the promised land, Moses begins a book to recap the journey and the laws of the Lord that will remind Israel they are called to be a peculiar people and a holy nation. He begins to call them back to obedience and then restates the Ten Commandments and follows the teachings into what we now call the greatest commandments. So as he transitions into what we call the Great Commandments, he speaks, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. The whole passage is what has been called the Shema, which still remains in the introduction to the Jewish prayers in the morning and in the evening till this day. The idea to keep sharing these teachings throughout one's life is what embeds our faith. We plant many seeds of who our God is and what he has done in so many different ways that whoever is learning from us will not just hear the words, but also see a real-life object lessons that bring understanding God out of their head and into reality. This is how we imprint our faith. And as the wise teacher said, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, verse six. 
The word here in Hebrew used for train is the word Hanoch, which is derived from a root word which means to chew up and break down. It comes from a word that refers to how a child sucks on an orange or chews at it to get the juices. It is also used for how a horse chews and breaks down its food to make it more digestible. This is the same way we are to teach others about God and our faith, by breaking it down so well that it becomes palatable and easy to understand. If these lessons are instilled from early, the seed will sprout in due time and will leave an impressionable mark that is almost impossible to escape. This is why Moses would remind Israel to teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. In everything they did, they were to look and see where God is in it. And this is the same idea we believers should be doing today from in our homes to those we witness to in the streets. This is how we practically pass on our beliefs, by being intentional with our discipleship. Christ himself said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. Matthew 28:19-28 This discipleship begins at home or better yet in our families Too often we are trying to save the world and lead strangers to Christ when we should be focusing on our family members who are going on the wide road to destruction Of course this may not be easy at all but what does it say about us when we focused on the world and have forgotten our own home. So what does this mean for us in the 21st century? It means we still have the task ahead of us. Today, we live in a world where the enemy has put every distraction before us to try and keep us from focusing on the task God has left us with. We have no time for family worship or even a meaningful discussion with our loved ones because there are too many chores to be done. We are overly tired from work, stressed out from school, and social acceptance hangs over our kids' heads, and everyone has simply become way too busy. We wake and we are on the go. We are lucky if God gets five, dare I say 10 minutes of our morning before we are up and at it for the day. And when we slow down, we gravitate to entertainment, something to get our minds off of the day we just experienced. But this too is a ploy from the enemy. We must be able to find time to share God with our loved ones, share him while your family eats breakfast in the morning together, or as you take your children to school, as you and your partner talk about your day, 
or as you talk to a brother and sister on the way to work on the phone. And in some cases, you may not have a good connection with a family member. And in that kind of case, we pray. Pray for reconciliation and for guidance on how to build back that bridge. At the end of the day, the point is, we have to share our truth and pass on the seed of faith that gives hope in such an uncertain world. This is how we can continue fortifying the family, by sharing our journey with one another. As one begins to grow and share what God has done for them and in them, the other observes and reflects on the words planted in their excuse me planted in their heart and in turn as they grow and they share you receive nurturing for yourself and the family unit slowly begins to experience growing together yes at different paces but all the same growing together as a family unit in Christ and the walls of the family unit continue to be fortified into a stronger unit, learning to stand up for their beliefs. This is the witness the world needs to see from us, who are called to be a light onto the world. So friends, as the days go on, let's start getting intentional with how we share our faith with our members of the family. Let's start building the walls of our family a little bit more stronger so that we are better prepared to face the tactics of the evil one. And you may not know how to begin. Well, begin with prayer. You may not see your partner, children, or siblings every day because of the circumstances of life. If that's the case, Pick up the phone and give them a call today just to say hi and pray for them. Maybe you may work loads of hours and have no time for a call. Then send an email or a text, even a voice note. And if you are at home with a loved one and you're not sure how to start the conversation, maybe start with sharing how happy you are that God spared your life another day. Whatever you do and however you try, let's make today prayerfully intentional to share the goodness of our God today. And in doing this, we will not only be defining our family more, but our families will be defined distinctly as a unique and peculiar people. So friends, the whole point is, if we know God and we love our family, we want them to grow stronger. We want them to embrace us so that we can all walk together in one vision and in one accord. We all have to know what we believe. And for some who may be weaker in faith, maybe not know as much, We've got to step into their place and help teach them, help raise them, help disciple them, help mentor them, help lift them up so that we all walk in one accord. And this is how we will strengthen the family. This is how we will make 
even the weakest link become as strong as the strongest. So friends, as we continue this day through, here are some thoughts that you could consider. Think, how often do you get to share what God has done for you with your family? Or, do you think you need new and innovative techniques to share your beliefs, to teach scriptures, or just share more deeper understanding with your family? And lastly, please consider serious prayer before approaching any family member to share your truth and ask God to prepare their hearts before you speak. And also ask God to give you the words that will be well received. My friends, I hope you were blessed and I hope we try as hard as we can to continue to share the gospel and not get caught up with all the gossip and everything else in the world. But let's focus on our ministry, focus on our mission, and let's build our families back to the strength they were always meant to be. Let us close our heart, or bow our hearts with a word of prayer. Great and heavenly God, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity you have given us that we can come together to worship you. Come and look into your words and see how you desire us to share the gospel, to teach it to those we love. Whether it's our families within our homes, our extended family, or even the families who we belong to in the community. Lord, please anoint our tongues. Give our tongues the ability to speak your words with clarity and in truth. And Lord, give us ears, ears that we can hear what others say and attentively listen and comprehend them understand their feelings so that when we talk we can speak with the compassion and empathy you have lord we ask of you to go into all of our families and make our families a place where you can be discussed freely so that your name is not a strange thing to be called and talking about you will not be something that is seen as awkward so lord as we go about our days trying to speak and share the wondrous things you've done. Please prepare the ears and the hearts who will receive us. And we thank you for the privilege to speak about such an awesome God like you. So please, Lord, continue to bless us and bless each and every one who is going through this fast. And thank you for what you have done for us on the cross. So, Lord, as we give you praise and all honor and glory belong to you, we pray these words in no other name but the mighty name of Yeshua, our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Baruch Hashem. Blessings, blessings, and blessings upon you all. And may you all remain safe out there. Please stay in the scripture. Keep your feet grounded on the word. And Godspeed, my friends. Have a great day.